0: Welcome to a Prairie Home Acid Trip. I am your host, Joe Price, and I am begging with you, as though my very life itself is at stake, to please, please, for the love of God, he's got a gun on me, please, hold the acid. We're all just a bunch of stressed out monkeys, sitting at typewriter's, banging out tweets and hot takes and screaming into a void that will absorb us all without a second thought. Because the void cares not for our feelings. The void is the void. That's its whole thing. It's built its its entire personality around it. As we live day in and day out, slowly circling the drain along with the earth as it circles the not-yet-exploded sun we get closer to being sucked down into its inky darkness. Shouldn't this free us all up to understand how meaningless it is to stress about anything? Yes. Will it stop us from worrying about whether or not this person has liked an Instagram post or why that person has left a text on red? No. It's the fun nature of existing. Doomed to ascribe meaning to the meaningless in a futile search for meaning. It's a snake eating itself on loop for 80 something years. (sighs) Oof. We must imagine. Sisyphus is happy. We must imagine Sisyphus as happy. On today's episode, let's all hop into this helicopter I've rented and take a tour of my developing existential crisis. It's currently 50 degrees with unlimited visibility. Barometric pressure appears to be holding steady at around, uh, 30.03, so turbulence should be minimal. There are no parachutes on board because this is all a metaphor. The parachute has been inside of you this entire time. Real quick, would the opposite of a helicopter be a heaven aerobiter? anybody no no i uh, i don't think this works written or spoken but uh now it's something that exists more proof dear listener of the absurdity of existence let's get on with the show frisbee. But have we as a society even approached creating the ultimate frisbee disc? Technology in this field is sorely lacking, and it is our nation's great shame. It is my hope that with this 13 million dollar research grant, we can right this wrong and prevent future generations from suffering the indignity of using a third-world piece of frisbee equipment. While lunching and picnicking in our nation's thousands upon thousands of beautiful parks, they shouldn't feel shame pulling from their packs a frisbee disc that their great-great-grandparents would have used. My fellow Americans, in our first 100 days in office, this will be our administration's number one priority. Healthcare, jobs, infrastructure, the opioid crisis, discrimination based on gender identity, sexual orientation, or whichever faith you choose to practice will take a backseat to this, correcting our nation's great shame. When I see the little kids playing the tug-of-war with the little dog in the park, I wonder why we don't rather teach them to embrace peace. We indoctrinate them with violence. Then wonder why
1: they kill. And that was... A German thought.
0: This episode of A Prairie Home Acid Trip is brought to you by Occam's Razor. There's a famous montage from Rocky IV that includes the lyric, there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. There's no easy way out. Giving in can't be wrong. Well, with Occam's Razor, that's a flat out lie. The easiest answer to the problem is likely the correct one. Could Rocky have found a better way of avenging his friend Apollo's death? He maybe could have with Occam's Razor. With additional considerations provided by... Missing Socks. Why is it impossible to keep those suckers matched up?
1: What's the deal with missing socks?
0: Whenever I get a coffee from Starbucks, it is burnt. The real burn is man's addiction to brain altering chemicals in order to make this hellscape on which we are dying more tolerable.
1: Burn! And that was. Another German thought. If life
0: is empty, fill it up. Pour some coffee in your cup. Drink that bean juice feeling good. A brand new day in the neighborhood. Coffee.
1: Buy coffee.
0: in a happy committed relationship with the person I most love. My life is thus living and I enjoy living it. Antidepressants are a wonderful thing.
1: And that was yet another German thought.
0: On which to end this episode on my burgeoning existential crisis. I don't know what it would be. Oh wait! Perhaps a reading from the myth of Sisyphus. And here are trees, and I know their gnarled surface. Water, and I feel its taste. These sense of grass and stars at night, certain evenings when the heart relaxes. How shall I negate this world whose power and strength I feel? Yet all the knowledge on earth will give me nothing to assure me that this world is mine. You describe it to me, and you teach me to classify it. You enumerate its laws, and in my thirst for knowledge, I admit that they are true. You take apart its mechanism, and my hope increases. At the final stage, you teach me that this wondrous and multicolored universe can be reduced to the atom, and that the atom itself can be reduced to the electron. All this is good, and I wait for you to continue. But you tell me of an invisible planetary system in which electrons gravitate around a nucleus. You explain this world to me with an image. I realize then that you have been reduced to poetry. And I shall never, I shall never know. Have I the time to become indignant? You have already changed theories, so that science, that was to teach me everything, ends up in a hypothesis. That lucidity founders in metaphor. That uncertainty is is resolved in a work of art. What need had I of so many efforts? The soft lines of these hills and the hand of evening on this troubled heart teach me much more. I've returned to my beginning I realize that if through science I can seize phenomena and enumerate them, I cannot, for all that, apprehend the world. Were I to trace its entire relief with my finger, I should not know any more. And you give me the choice between a description that is sure but that teaches me nothing, and hypotheses that claim to teach me but that are not sure a stranger to myself and to the world, armed solely with a thought that negates itself as soon as it asserts, what is this condition in which I can have peace only by refusing to know and to live, in which the appetite for conquest bumps into walls that defy its assaults? To will is to stir up paradoxes. Everything is ordered in such a way as to bring into being that poisoned peace produced by thoughtlessness, lack of heart, or fatal renunciations. Well, that right there, that's how you end an episode about my burgeoning existential crisis. Coming to terms with the... The emptiness that is existence. How the only meaning of life is what we ascribe to it. The the only meaning is what we kind of put put into this thing. It's different for all of us. For some of us, the meaning that we that we give to existence, to the. Uh, the pushing up of the boulder each day only to watch it fall back down to the bottom of this hill knowing that we have to push it back up to the top knowing the outcome again finding meaning in that finding joy in that is difficult and it's not for everybody and to those of us who reach a point where we don't see the joy in that anymore we can't fault them for deciding that they've seen all that there is to see. It's time to stamp my ticket and head off to the next, uh, the next realm, if indeed there is a next realm. At that point, uh, I can't imagine caring. All I know is that what's here, it ain't for me. I see what I need to see, I'm good. We can't fault them for that because the repetition of existence without finding something, uh, some deeper meaning to the repetition, boy, it's heavy. And it's tough to fault anybody for deciding that it's not for them. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm fine, by the way, no worries here. I've got things to live for. I have found meaning, meaning uh, in in caring for my, my precious kitty cat. Now, he's probably more self-reliant than I am, as he is a cat found from the streets. He's got the smarts that I don't got, but there's meaning. it's just a matter of finding what works for you. There's no one answer. There's no right answer. It's a a sliding scale. Whatever works for you is right for you. As um, the only right time to come out of the closet is when you are ready, as that is the same time for every single person, their only right time is when you are ready. The only meaning for living is the meaning you give to living, which in itself is, um, it's heavy, and it's, uh, uh, it feels uh, very uh, clinical, not clinical, uh, uh, like uh, philosophical, which in itself feels glib, but it's true. The only meaning for living is the meaning you have for living. It's like, it's, it's a, it really is a snake that eats itself. There is no right answer, but I pray that you find an answer that works for you, dear listener. Uh, yeah, as Forrest Gump would say, that's that's all I got to say about that. Some of these episodes, uh, guys, are gonna veer <laughs> into a uh, territory. Into unincorporated county that isn't exactly lighthearted, and I think that's the fun of this thing. It's uh, it's a grab bag. Some episodes you're gonna get some Freddy Krueger impressions. Some episodes I'm gonna be reading Albert Camus. Love it or list it. That's what we're that's what we're dealing with here. It's uh it is what it is, and that's all that it is, and that's all that it ever will be is that a song I don't know I'm rambling now and I can just now looking at the time Uh, this this ending has gone on for nearly 10 minutes and that's uh, that's simply too long (laughs) that's just too long if there's anybody listening to this right now uh, I I apologize to you I've kind of went off on a tangent and I, I couldn't find a natural ending So I'm still talking, and even now, realizing that I'm still talking, hence the intelligence too, tells me in its way that this world is absurd, more from the myth of Sisyphus. Until next time, if there is a next time,
1: goodbye.